Hi and welcome to my podcast. This is Ronisha. We're talking with Ro. And here we talk about different topics on different things. So I hope you guys enjoy. And please stay tuned for the next topic that's coming up soon. Hi guys, welcome back. Thank you for joining me. In this segment today, we'll be discussing an essay called Born Burning by William Faulkner. We'll get jump right into the the segment. So we'll start with the introduction, which immediately catches your attention. And just for a brief reference, this story is about a 10-year-old boy named Sorty. And his fight within himself to remain loyal to his family other than seek justice for the person who was wronged. Now we'll start with the introduction. This essay uses symbolism, imagery, and allegory to give you a deeper, broader view. And if most people don't understand literary terms, it may be a little hard for you to comprehend what is really going on. But in the end, the message is very clear. Throughout our history, it seems like we were taught that being loyal and bounded by blood is mandatory among family. But what about the people who are done wrong? Do they not get justice because of blood relation? And that is what this story is about. It starts with the introduction of Sardi sitting in a room in a justice piece where his father was charged with committing a crime. He knows his father committed the crime, but he doesn't want to tell on his father, but he also wants justice to be served. So this is where the main, this is where the main issue comes in at. Marty, Sardi and his dad. are a black family and apparently they have moved many times because of his father's violence and aggression and setting fires to people's barns when things doesn't go his way or he has a disagreement and he feel like he was wronged by someone else when really it's just life and the things that people go through how I came to my decision and my thesis was because after the first incident is at the beginning of the story they were sitting there waiting and they ended up calling him and they wanted to question him and deep down inside he wanted to tell them what happened and this his father knew so when they finally did leave out of there after he didn't say anything or they decided not to question the 10-year-old, 
his father beat him to a pope. And only because he knew that his son wanted to tell what had happened. Now with all of this being said, we have to start questioning why is an adult counting on a child to lie for them? And why is blood relation so important to people or what is taught to families that you must remain loyal to your family because we're bonded by blood? But even if I wrong someone, you're supposed to stand by me to its entirety. How is that right? On any levels. I will give you some information from the text to kind of point out why I say the things that I feel are wrong. And also how I gain to reach my conclusion by what Saudi was going through. I will start with the introduction. And it goes, I quote, The store in which the justice of the peace court was sitting smelled of cheese. The boy crouched on his nail keg at the back of the crowded room. He knew he smelled cheese and more. From where he sat, he could see the rank shells clothes packed with solid squat dynamic shapes of tin cans whose labels his stomach read not from the lettering which meant nothing to his mind but from the scarlet devils and the silver curve of fish this the cheese which he knew he smelled and the hermic meat which his intestines believe he smelled coming in intermittent gusts monetary and brief between the other constant one the smell and sense just a little of fear because mostly of despair and grief the old fierce fierce pool of blood he could not see the table where the justice sat and before which his father and his father's enemy stood but he could hear them the two of them that is because his father had said no word yet the next quote i will mention will be from the first paragraph and it quotes again he could not see whirling there was a face in the red haze moon like bigger than a full moon the owner of it had again half his size he leaping in the red haze toward the face feeling no blow feeling no shock when his head struck the earth scrambling up and leaping again feeling no blow this time either and tasting no blood scrambling up to see the other boy in full flight and himself already leaping into pursuit as his father's hand jerked him back the harsh cold voice speaking above him go get in the wagon and the last quote that I will mention will be after he didn't have to testify against his dad and his dad had, you know, beat him and things like that. And once they arrived to their destination, no, they were halfway to their destination. I'm sorry. His father asked, quote, 
you were fixing to tell them. You would have told him. He didn't answer. His father struck him with the flat of his hand on the side of the head, hard, but without heat, exactly as he had struck the two mules at the store, exactly as he would strike either of them with any stick in order to kill a horse fly. His voice still without heat or anger. Quote, you're getting to be a man. You got to learn. You got to learn to stick to your own blood or you ain't going to have any blood to stick to you. Do you think either of them, any man there this morning would? Don't you know all they wanted was a chance to get at me because they knew I had them beat? Eh? Now we'll stop right there. And those quotes from this story just gives you the sense of maybe what someone else goes through as far as being taught about loyalty and, you know, protecting the family by lying and not seeking justice for someone else. This little boy did the opposite. And in the end, his dad and his brother were shot because, again, he was on the vengeance and he went to set foot and burn another born. And the son went and warned the owner and therefore ended with his dad's death. That's it for this topic on this segment, guys. We may have to make another one. If you would like so, please let me know. Again, this is Ro. Ronisha talking with Ro. You guys have a safe night.